0: Hello and welcome to the Green Book Commentaries. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa, Volume 14, Episode 4, The Cycles of Life. Doctors of Chiropractic and our young student initiates, welcome back once again. In today's episode, we are going to introduce the principles of cycles as they work within the human body. A cycle can be thought of as a process which has a beginning, a middle, and you guessed it, an end. However, with it being a cycle, the process runs perpetually until biological death occurs. In chiropractic, most students are familiar with the safety pin cycle. For my fellow Life University students, you can find a large physical representation of the safety pin cycle outside of the chiropractic Building C. And yes, it looks just like a giant safety pin that is unclasped. Hold on to this principle as we will develop it later within this episode. For our early quarter and early trimester students, you can wrap your minds around cycles by studying one of one that is pertinent to chiropractic, the sodium-potassium pump of nerve conduction. This cycle begins with three sodium ions exiting the cell and ends with two potassium ions entering the cell. The final product is energy. This cycle is self-perpetuating and occurs until biological death. This cycle and every other one are all intelligently initiated and controlled by innate, using the brain as the center of generation, efferent nerves as the wires of transmission to the body, and afferent nerves as the wires of transmission from the body to the brain. So let's get into a better understanding of cycles and their importance in understanding the cause of dis-ease. We begin our reading from volume 14, page 5. Following our reading, we will detail one of the review questions before closing out this episode. Article 32, Mental Forces. A mental force is is that something transmitted by nerves, which unites intelligence with matter. See principle number three. Mental force is called mental impulse because it impels tissue cells to intelligent action. Mental force is evidently a form of energy, or conveyed by a form of energy, for it can control forces that move matter physically, or balance forces that do it. Mental forces are necessary to the tissues of the body. Mental force is not a physical or a chemical force, nor is it a stimulant. If a nerve is impinged, the function of a tissue is made abnormal and the tissue cells weakened in condition. If the nerve is severed, the tissue cell loses function and dies. This is proof that the mental impulse is necessary to life. The condition of the tissue cell and its organization must be kept up to the point that it is able to function, and that function controlled. Article 33, Location of the Power in Organisms In animals, the headquarters or center of control of innate intelligence is the brain. It is the place from which life force is distributed to the tissues of an organism. The intelligence is the power and the source of mental force. The place from which it comes is the center. Condition and actions of tissue cells are reported to this center. Thus, mental force completes a cycle. These statements are equivalent to saying that the brain is the seat of the mind although we do not know where innate resides we have plenty of proof that the seat of control is the brain the ancients believed that the seat of mind was in the heart and some emotions as anger in the spleen and some thought the home of the soul was in the sacrum We have no way of knowing whether innate resides in the brain, in the body, or outside of the body. But as the locomotive engineer's place of the control is the cab, so innate's place of control is the brain. Article 34, cycles. Definition, a ring, a circle, a complete course of operations of some kind returning into itself and restoring the original state article thirty five chiropractic cycles the course of mental force from brain to tissue and back again, and the consecutive places and operations in that course. the explanation of the successive steps from cause to effect, and back again to cause. The story of what happens between cause and effect, and effect and cause. The earnest student will notice that most phenomena of life and nature pass through a cyclic course, the cycle repeating itself countless times. The number of times these cycles repeat is infinite. The stars and planets travel in cycles. The processes of life and death are in cycles. The number of cycles in the body extends into infinity. Therefore, if we get a grasp of it at all, we select the story that we want told, thus going from the general to the specific, and confine ourselves to the explanation of that one thing. Now, we must keep in mind that other cycles are going on at the same time and if we want to make our story compound or complex, we introduce more items exactly as an author introduces more characters into a story to make it more complex. The number of cycles, then, is just what we make it. Just the number of processes we want described. It is just as complex as we make it, depending on how many things we wish to study simultaneously. When the story has been told many times, it becomes conventionalized. It becomes a set form so that the same terms come up again and again. As the story of your late illness or your repeated description of an accident acquires a set form, so did the story of what mental force did in its travels, become formulated when told over and over again by the Palmers. When this story is boiled down to its utmost brevity and is only an outline, then we have the steps of cycles as studied in philosophy. The briefest one is the simple cycle. The simple cycle, article 36. The simple cycle is the briefest story from cause to effect and from effect to cause. It names six important processes efferently, creation, transmission, expression. Afferently, impression, transmission, interpretation. Notice that transmission occurs twice in it going, and coming. Also, notice that the efferent half denotes the coming out from a center, a scattering, a distribution. The efferent half denotes a drawing toward the center, a gathering in, collecting. The last word of the first series and the first word of the second series show this very plainly. The meanings of the individual words will be given later the student will do well to commit these steps to memory for they will be used frequently article 37 the normal complete cycle the normal complete cycle is the outline of the story of the normal functioning of innate in the body in this cycle 31 steps are named most of them processes these are 16 in the efferent half and 15 in the afferent half. The meaning of these steps will be given later. Following is the list of steps numbered for convenience. Efferent. One, universal intelligence. Two, innate intelligence. Three, mental. Four, creation. Five, brain cell. Six, transformation. 7. Mental impulse. 8. Propulsion. 9. Efferent nerve. 10. Transmission. 11. Tissue cell. 12. Reception. 13. Physical personification. 14. Expression. 15. Function. 16. Coordination. Afferent. 1. Coordination. 2. Tissue cell. 3. Vibration. 4. Impression of vibrations. 5. Afferent nerve. 6. Transmission. 7. Brain cell. 8. Reception 9. Mental 10. Interpretation 11. Sensation 12. Ideation 13. Innate Intelligence 14. Intellectual Adaptation 15. Universal Intelligence Article 38, the cycles graphically represented. Figure 1 is a cut of a safety pin cycle, just a simple diagram of brain cell to tissue cell. Figure 2 is the same modified to show a little more, namely coordination. Figure 3 is a still greater modification of the safety pin cycle to show what the others do, but in addition, interpretation. Figure 4 is a cut of the universal diagram of cycles, which is valued by BJ most of all, as it shows, when correctly used, all the mental force cycles that are studied. We will refer to it when needed. Article 39. The normal, complete cycle graphically represented. See Figure 5 which shows a modification of the safety pin diagram large enough to have all the 31 steps of the cycle printed on it in their places as you follow around the circle indicated by the arrowheads and numbers article 40 units these numbers are references in volume 5 by palmer the study of the cycle is by units of force and matter. The unit of force is the forun. The unit of matter is the tissue cell or brain cell or both. The smallest unit considered in function is the tissue cell. All the steps of the cycles are the names of units of force, processes, matter and places. As the CGS system is the fundamental unit system in the study of physics, and mechanics, so the foron, mental impulse, and tissue cells are fundamental units in chiropractic. Review questions for articles 32 to 40, inclusive. 1. Where is the center of control in animal organisms? 2. Have we any way of knowing where innate resides? Where does a principle reside? 3. What is a cycle? 4. What is a chiropractic cycle? 5. In the universe, how many cycles are there? 6. How many cycles in the human body? 7. What is it? Correction. Why is it necessary to go from the general to the specific in the study of cycles? 8. Why are, there, why are the cycles of chiropractic merely names of steps? 9. Name the steps of the simple cycle. 10. How many steps in the normal complete cycle? 11. How many are efferent? How many are afferent? 12. What is the smallest unit of matter considered in function? 13. What is the forerun? Let's go ahead and review question number nine. Name the steps of the simple cycle. The simple cycle has six steps that we're going to study. Step one is creation. Innate intelligence creates an abstract force called mental impulse. As the name implies, this force impels body tissues to function normally this is the force that regulates everything from blood pressure to digesting tuesday's taco night the mental impulse has a physical manifestation that can be measured electrical energy created within the brain cell step two is transmission once created within the brain this energy travels down to body cells using efferent nerves. As long as there is no interference on the efferent nerve, health is the natural result. Step 3 is expression. Expression of that energy by the body cell is what function is all about. So when the heart receives this energy in normal, uninterfered quantities, it expresses normal quality function able to adapt to its environment. So when you want to exercise, then your heart should be able to adapt and increase blood pressure and quantity flow to meet the body's demands. Conversely, when you want to Netflix and chill, then your heart should be able to adapt to lower levels of activity by decreasing blood pressure and quantity flow. These first three steps All occur along the efferent side. Step four is impression. Body cells now have to respond to changes in the environment by sensing or taking information from the external to the internal. Temperature changes in external, environmental is impressed upon body tissues. It is sensed which in turn provokes the body cell to either increase or decrease internal temperature, to adapt to environment, to accomplish any change. The body cell must make the request to the brain, which leads us to the next step. Step 5 is transmission. Once again, we see a movement of energy. However, this time, the source is the tissue cell and the wire of transmission is the afferent nerve. The final step is interpretation. Energy transmitted from the tissue cell and through the afferent nerve terminates in the brain cell. The brain cell listens to what the tissue cell is requesting through the process of interpretation. External stimulus, internal afferentation, and brain response. Following interpretation, the simple cycle begins again to maintain perpetual adaptation, or what first quarter and trimester initiates call homeostasis. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa. This has been the Green Book Commentaries.